1: Learn more at marines.com. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Run Home with Joel and who. I'll get to that person, very, very special person, very shortly. Once again, at the magical, majestical Moore Park Golf Club. The sun is shining. The blue sky is a backdrop. The beautiful green grass is actually driving my uh, colleague, who I soon to announce, Mad, got the bit of the um, uh, bit of hay fever going on, which is fine. She is a tough, <laughs> tough competitor. Let me tell you that, ladies and gentlemen. It is a run home today with Joel and Bish. Michelle Bishop, welcome to the coverage.
0: Good afternoon. What a delightful afternoon it is here in Sydney. Let me tell you what about the fashion at yeah. golf? It's changed. It has. Bright orange, uh, almost cowboy looking get up, and remote control golf carts. Golf carts, where have we been?
1: And that's just Brooksy. What about everyone else out here? <laughs> it's uh, good to have you back, Brooksy. I know you had a tough time. Um, your grandfather yeah, took a turn, back. but yeah. uh, pleasure to have you back, Skipper.
2: Uh, no, thanks. thanks for having us. I caught a bit of yesterday's show mm. oh, this morning. Man that story is just amazing. Dean and Caro providing that information oh, fantastic. on the so it's the, Michelle it was the 1979 uh, Lunar Park fire there was a documentary that came yes, out on the I ABC saw and the Netflix. Documentary. So we had Dean who's a Dooney friend Edza. of the show through yep. uh, Toby Dow and and Fletch and we had Caro Meldrum Hanna who was the the main journo on mm. that documentary and it was great to hear the chats. It was I had goosebumps just yeah. listening to the, whole, the to Dean's story and then just the way Caro came up with the the doco. Just great. Have you seen it was It was, great great it
0: it was, oh, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, couldn't stop watching it. Yeah, watched it all the way through.
1: If you want to know about play in tournaments, our man here, Brooksie, can enlighten you on that a little bit later. <laughs> Ryan, if you want to know about what's happening in the Champions League, uh, all those sorts of things. The seal is here. How are you, mate? Arr, arr, arr. Nice <laughs> to be with you, team. Nice to be with you do on you this. Do that uh, well? Gee, It's a gorgeous day. It's Isn't a it? magnificent day. It, it has been every single time, and it's a great venue as well. So you can also make your corporate bookings here around Christmas time and other times as well. But you know what, uh, Michelle, I thought we'd start with this just to warm up yourself and the listeners. Throughout the day, we start the show with breakfast with Brandy and Vossie, and then we sort of transition into Matty White, and then he hands the bat on to Jimmy Smith, and then you land up on with. With us, We're not really the talk topics, right? but let's do it anyway. So what they've done, they've started the day, Brandy and Vossi, and they're talking about if you could go to a sport, mainly they're talking about the NRL, and there was something we could learn from the Americans or some of those really good sporting places, what is one thing that you would add to rugby league? So for me, to help you out with the answer, I would, a bit like the American uh, in the NFL, when there's a discretion or there's something that's happened... When you're at the game, you don't actually know what's going on. You don't know what – if you're at home, you do. You can hear the yep, ref's mic. Yep. But when you're at the game, you don't know if a player's been warned or you don't mm-hmm. know whether they've – so when they call out – this is the other thing too. When you're at the game as a player, the ref will say, righto, out you come, Cameron Smith. Tell your players, blah, 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 yep. blah, And I've never once seen the captain run back and go, hey, boys, ref just said – they never, ever tell the players. So it serves two purposes. If you could broadcast the ref's comments over the PA – A, it tells the players. He doesn't have to go back and run and tell the players what the ref's asked him to tell them. But it also tells the crowd what the bloody hell's going on.
0: Am I really, really old-fashioned? Because I've got sports ears. (laughs) Yeah. I still use that occasionally. Oh, there you go. Gives you a bit of a something. Uh, plug that one in. No, but for mine, look, it's totally away from the game. I just want a permanent supply plugged into the chair of red wine.
1: Oh, and yeah. And I'd be set. I'd hey. be happy. Hey. Happy me. Hey, I, I think a lot of people would like that as well. And look
0: at a really old one is, can we please put the players' names on the back of their jerseys? It's such mm. a simple thing. And it's done right across other sports. I just think, um, look, you know, for poor old people like yep. me, I'm 48 now, the yeah. eyesight's getting a bit, you know, on the other side. It'll yeah. help.
1: So 48 you've just shared you've, oh, you've your age. Yeah, don't care
0: about
1: that. Okay, well, if you're going to share Owning your age. Owning
0: every bit of it.
1: Michelle, if you're going to share your age. Right. Are you ready for this disco Here day? We yeah, okay, well, if you're going to share your age, do you mind giving us your exact date of birth?
0: 26th. Of the second 75.
1: So like, I've rang our yep. man Steve, right? He's yep. the Glen A. Baker of Gunada. <laughs> he, he's got the answer to everything. And I said, Steve, can we do this yesterday? Listeners were texting in their data of and immediately he'd tell you what day of the week it was. Wow. What was the number one song? Who won the Melbourne Cup that year? Who won the Rugby League that year? What was the moon phase on that day?
0: <laughs> this is scary stuff. So immediately I said,
1: righto. I said, Steve, the Glen A. Baker of Gunnardar, twenty-six 26.275, which you told me off here. He said it was Wednesday. Wow. It was a Wednesday, which you probably most I people won't even know, know themselves, but yeah. go and check it out. I know it
0: was conceived. We talked about that, but yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. know
1: what day it was. Old <laughs> Cogbie Van Bishop, they call it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hi, <laughs> Mum and Dad. Well, Dad's not here anymore, but poor old Mum. <laughs>
1: uh, it was close to a full moon that day. Yeah. You know, and also, now, Colour TV launched a few days after your birth. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, he said that. So
0: there was a TV thing yeah. back then, And right. th-
1: He said this all within 10 seconds. He just rattles it. He's an absolute gun. And he said... Uh, the Roosters picked up their second premiership the year you were born. Think Big picked up its second Melbourne Cup the year you were born. I know you like both sports.
0: Yep, absolutely. Think Big, I, I love that. That's yep. great.
1: And that's how you approach life. You Think, think Big. Think Big all the time. And the number one song the day oh, that you go. came into this world, Disco Dave. I
2: like it. it.
1: That was the number one song the day... Our fish was born. There you go. There you go. I bet there you didn't know go. that. No,
0: I didn't. You born I on d- a Wednesday? didn't even know I was born on a Wednesday.
1: Yep. Thank you, Steve, from Gunnedah. We appreciate that. one uh, 300 is the way to do that, or text 0457-736-736. Question number two. This, we're now going to Matty White's show. Matty White said, okay, well, what about if you're at home, what could you do to add to the broadcast? For me, what I would do is, and I think it would just be quite humorous, I would start charting... You know the Captain's Challenge? Mm -hmm. I'd start charting people's percentage records. So you might go, Dylan Edwards, Captain's Challenge. And we go, they bring up the stats. Dylan Edwards is nine from nine. And we go, oh, he he tells the truth, Dylan. And then you might go... Um, well, I'll say an ex-play, because I saw him last night, Andrew Fafita, Fafita might challenge, and you go, ooh, he's done from 13. <laughs> or, or, or this player's got the biggest losing streak at Captain's Challenge. I think that would add to the coverage.
0: Yeah, yeah a little bit of spice. Yeah. I would like to combine sort of like the, <laughs> the TV broadcast with sort of like the Twitter. Yes. Like, wouldn't it be good to actually be seeing that on the te- on the television on the big screen rather than have to look at your devices and just keep it rolling? But the commentators being able to see that as well because I think it'd give us make all that a interactive. bit. Of a, yeah, why not?
1: I like that too. I yeah. like that too. Now the last one is, and I'll let you go first on this one. Uh, this was Jimmy's program, and he spoke about what's the best piece of advice you've ever been given.
0: Look, there's probably three, and the first one for me is if you can't say something nice don't say anything at all.
1: Yep, love that.
0: Not necessarily that I take that advice, but I try hard. I <laughs> <laughs> try very hard. We all try hard. The second one is probably when I met my husband. It's only a rort if you're not in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, the third one would have to be the ain't no second prize.
1: No. Nah. Attack, attack, attack. Oh, I like that. Big, big. Big, big. No. 1974, 75. <laughs> so for me, and this is Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey spoke about that. You know, she gives us advice that Everyone gets so consumed and caught up in what people think about them, right? So it's not really my business what anyone else thinks about me, good or bad, right? And most people are held back because of the worry about what others think of them, mm. whether, whether it's car you drive, that's whether it's a house you live in or whatever. Mm. So if you grab the front page of the paper, to that person, whether it's a good thing, if it's a good thing, it's one of the greatest things that's ever happened to them, they're on the front page of the paper. If it's a really bad thing, it's possibly the worst thing that's ever happened to them in their life. So for them, it's a microscopic sort of lens on yep. that. And and they think the whole world's looking at it in the same way, where in reality, people pick up the paper and they go, oh, dear, yeah, yeah. Or, oh, how good's that? And then they turn the page yeah, and their gone. life moves on. So, and a mate of mine who got caught up in a scandal, oh, probably six years ago, I said, mate, when your head was up in the clouds and you think you're, you're absolutely flying, and now it's quite the opposite of that, it, it, it wasn't actually as good as it was for you at the time or as bad as it is right now. Mm. You know, people just aren't thinking about you. Everyone's so consumed about their own life, their own loved ones. So if you're spending 95% of your time worried about your own life, Michelle Bishop, Justin Bishop and the three boys, 95% of the time, well then you're sharing the rest of your thoughts with another 8 billion people in the world. But people are so caught up on what others think. So that's what I think. Thank you very much, Oprah. Go. Right. She that was really to the show. deep. She listened to the show too, she was Shel. really deep. I just want to go back to um, to the pear-eating uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Disco Dave.
0: you enjoying that pear? Oh,
1: yeah, mate, it's not Disco Dave. It's Dapper Dave. Have a look at you, Dave. Dave, what's pepula-pewing?
0: <laughs> Hello.
1: <laughs> it's, um, it's, a, it's a golden, delicious apple. Um mm. oh, OK, right. Right, it's looks very, like a pear. It's very good. Yes, it, it's very low-quality video that you're looking mm. at there. But... Um, uh, yes, I'm dressed up because it's the SCN Melbourne Christmas party tonight. Oh, oh you're uh,
0: going straight out and getting straight on it.
1: Yeah. What was I that sure about
0: a if you're not in it?
1: <laughs> yeah. Look at Sharp. You've got the gel in the hair disco, you've got mm. the, the, the Grand Hackett on. A I not, just blew Luke Burt. I just wonder, because we got an email through from yes, HR this yeah. afternoon, um, reminding everyone of proper behaviour
2: at uh, oh, okay. work Christmas As we gear up for our annual holiday go. celebrations, I wanted to take a moment to remind everyone, no, you know, yeah. I won't go through yeah. verbatim, but yeah. you can tell it's like... Delete, this one's out delete, for Dave, delete. you know. It says to everyone in the company, but by the look of Dave and when his When you pair, get those
0: emails, you do sometimes just have that little, Ooh, oh, is that for me? Yeah, I which, which, you know which people ones is it for? those that come out? It's like, I feel a little bit uncomfortable
1: <laughs> in <with> that one, <laughs> Have you ever, I'm after you a, a massive night, Michelle Bishop, have you ever, uh, and by the way, Brian's texted me about a Wacky Team Wednesday, which you, you may be involved in, but have you ever woken up from a real big night yeah. and gone, you've had to do your own sort of audit on your phone, <laughs> just to check any messages if you've sent, any Ooh, calls you've yeah. made.
0: More than once. Oh, that's
1: uncomfortable, isn't it?
0: What about the long and soapy texts you sent? Oh. It's like, what was doing with that?
1: Oh, you know what? So, and you
0: just get a short, get home now. Yeah.
1: But you know what? There <laughs> needs response. to be a divide, and maybe there is, where, so when you're having a conversation, you can say something, and immediately there's no record of that, unless it's been recorded, in a general <laughs> conversation, and that's gone. Mm. In text, it's just there. there. It's just there. Yeah. And in WhatsApp, they you can withdraw it, but they won't let you just duck out the back door. They say in big bold letters, Michelle Bishop has deleted the text. <laughs> <don't they? laughs> and there you go. Oh, what did you text?
0: This text is no longer available, and straight away you want more. You want to, you know. Need to know every get that? finer detail? Did anyone get
1: that? Yeah. Speaking yeah. about getting to know things, uh, disco. Let's uh, let's do this, please.
0: Getting to know you. Getting to know all. About you, getting to like you, getting to
1: hope right. you like now, me. Michelle Bishop. Quite the journey you've had to, to be no quite no an esteemed no. sports broadcaster no. presenter. And I, I want to sort of just peel back the curtain a little bit. You've made your way through to Channel 7, Sports World with the great Bruce McIvaney, Sports Watch, Radio with Triple M, of course, SEN. You've worked with Doc Neeson, you've worked with the Panthers with Ivan Cleary, Eels with Ricky Stewart. Saturdays in the capital with Sammy Williams. You've been heavily involved and still are with the Canberra Raiders. Your record and resume is just highly decorated, Michelle. But let's go back. Where did it all start? Did you always want to do this?
0: Always. Um, Well, no, actually, there was something I did. I wanted to become a police officer.
1: Did you? Yeah. Growing up in the town of where?
0: Growing up in Auburn. Yep. Auburn. Um, Look, here's something that's interesting. My next-door neighbour growing up, the infamous Bassam Hamsey. My literally my next door neighbor. Wow. Yeah. We're very heavily involved in my parents used to, you know, take him to rugby league and and his brother who's uh, obviously passed away now. Um, They used to have a sister. I was quite close with her. We'd play Barbie dolls and all that sort of stuff. But yes, I grew up in Auburn, uh, went to Benedict Senior College, um, which was Maris Brothers School for year 11 and 12. Uh, But I literally got my job at Channel 7 in traffic, which is where they schedule commercials as a 17-year-old, A week before I'd finished my HSC. And so every chance I got, I was in the newsroom, training, you know, wanting to become a journalist. Um, Because Dad and Mum sort of talked me out of uh, becoming a a police prosecutor, I think, is
2: what I wanted to do. But I
0: used to have this big fascination with Katrina Lee on Channel 10. Um, but just uh, started out uh, went to, to court as a court reporter first of all and unfortunately it was a rape rape case that I had to cover as a very young girl. Uh, the Western Sydney rapist, quite a, quite a um, well, it was awful, an awful period for people out in Western Sydney and uh, I couldn't cover the case, came home crying wow. couldn't handle it and said get me out of here I need to do sport and that's where I landed up and loved every minute of it. I love sport at sports, What was your sports sports sliding captain. doors to
1: get into sport? How did that happen?
0: Um, well, the two things um, I actually wrote once to To Ray Hadley. Really? I wrote a letter to Ray Hadley saying I wanted to come off the bench, I was a utility I could do anything that he (laughs) wanted me to do in terms of, uh, you know, well I thought I knew everything back then. Um, And you know, being a female in sport, rugby league, it kind of wasn't the done thing back then. But he threw me a lifeline and I ended up... He's really good
1: with that, Ray, isn't he?
0: Yeah, he gave me an opportunity Um, I used to do around the grounds for him quite a fair bit, well for, for 2GB uh, and uh, the other times were just, you know, working in newsrooms everywhere, Channel 7. Um, that's really where I got my big break was, was Channel 7, um, and, yeah, got to do some fantastic work, was a researcher for Bruce McAvenny on and a, and a producer on Sports World, and I think that's really where... He was just the master of everything to learn off Bruce and to the way Bruce operated and just how sincere he was, genuine. I mean, his wealth of knowledge was you just walk in there every in the early hours of a Sunday morning and just be in all. Would he ever
1: crack at Bruce?
0: Would, would I have that No, crack- would Bruce?
1: Would Bruce? He doesn't no, look to me like a bloke never. who would ever crack it.
0: In the whole... I mean, I'm 48 now. I met him when I was 17. I've never once heard him lose his temper. Very respectful. Will pull you up if you're wrong. Um, explain. Uh, you know, I've obviously known him for a long time. But, yeah, just a beautiful man. Really, really... It's a shame a lot more people in the industry are a little bit more yeah, like Yeah, that's Bruce. right. Exactly <laughs> right.
1: Well, I, I do find that. And... and you're a very grounded person, Michelle. I'm eldest of six, and we grew up with reduced quick sale on our bread. So there are a lot of people in our industry who have this entitlement. Mm. We're no better than. Anyone else out you know, there? Joel, we're, all, we're, we're all just doing our own thing. I don't know why some people in our industry get so caught up in this elitism.
0: And also what I think every day is I'm doing what I love and I'm literally, no matter pull back everything, you're a fan. Yeah. You're a fan of that sport, you're a fan of what of, of you know players, of whatever. At the end of the day, if you always think like a fan and not feel like you're entitled or you you know, this is your position, this is where you should be. In fact, even sometimes we're in the public arena, it happened during the grand final, um, where I was there was a security section uh, at, a, at a grand final function where they had all the, the, the fans, uh, the public there, and the journos here. And I sort of walked through and felt like a bit of a bit of a tool going, yeah. I need to be in there. I'm a journalist. Yeah. It was like, can I just get through, squeeze through, please? Yeah, but, you just again, always got to remember that sort of stuff. Of course.
1: And, and I remember getting on a plane and uh, going to England. And I thought, the moment I got on that plane, no one actually cares about. Because mm. when you come through rugby league, and this is the hard thing I see with rugby league players who never had the chance to leave the sport. They think the sport, and it's a great sport, don't get me wrong, but they think the sport is so far bigger mm. than what it is. There's a big old world out there. Mm. Let's see if you've still got it, okay, yep. around the grounds. Well, here we go. So here we are at uh, at Leichhardt Oval. The ball comes away from Pollamount. He'll kick the touch. Oh, forget and get, this. Hang on, I haven't re around the grounds yet. We're still at Leichhardt Oval. You're at Brookvale. <laughs> So Paul gets the kick away and Gary Jack's going to let it run to the touch. No change of the score here. all, the Tigers and the Bulldogs flash scores around the grounds. Brookvale Oval, Michelle Kieran at the time. It, it was been.
0: Michelle Kieran. I was going to pick you up on that one. Uh, oh, look, it's uh, four and a half minutes to go. The Raiders here hanging on by two points. Uh, Croker straight in front. Look, they, it looks like the Raiders have got this fun done. The poor old Tigers are going to miss out again.
1: There we go. <laughs> so Tigers playing at two games at the same time.
0: <laughs> oh, you uh, said <laughs> Tigers, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's yeah. all right. I was reserved great
1: what about your um uh away from sport and work you're a mother of three mm-hmm. what's your interest though like if you're watching a movie is there a favorite movie you got
0: i'm not really into movies i love documentaries yeah. um i love being a mum. i love um being a part of my boys lives they're my whole life they yeah. are everything to me my three sons um i don't mind my husband It yeah. goes all right a, who, who, by the way, years.
1: i played rugby league and he was a very very good player very yeah, good he went player. Right. Very good player, and uh, just a handful. Big front rower. In fact, he's the type of player clubs need at the moment. I reckon Gus, who's desperate for a front rower, <laughs> if he had a young Justin Bishop, he'd be swamping all over him. Well,
0: we've got two, a Jack and a Lachlan Bishop, but I'm afraid our boys just have absolutely no luck with injuries. Second re- uh, two ankle uh, recos for the 18 the year old. He's now going in next, booked in for Thursday uh, to have, um, what's the, not Metatarsal, it's got some other ridiculous name. Anyway, Meniscus, no. no, no, it's it's in the foot. He's got to basically have a screw put quite quite uh, right across the bottom. Yeah, it's it's a nasty one. Tell the boys um, to
1: watch. There's a, there's a good thing on YouTube uh, for anyone out there. By the way, if you hit a few hurdles, it's on James Tedesco, and there's a song called "I'm Not Giving Up," and the the troubles that he had in his early career and to see where he's got to after that. It's a really good watch.
0: Yeah, Joel, this is something that, you know, I love to talk about because it's so frustrating. When when you, you're obviously privy to it as well, when you see what these kids do from such a young age, 14 years of age, the sacrifices they make, the, the injuries that they, you know, they go through, that, that really the hell pathway for some of them, and some of them don't even make it. I mean, there's no guarantee my boys will ever make it. But the resilience they show for such a long time for a kid to, to have gone through that journey and play. The, like in the NRL... It's remarkable. Yeah. And we, I don't think we appreciate it enough. where we're, There's that big tall Poppy syndrome where people want to put them down or they earn too much money or they do whatever. Probably a story for another day. But yeah, it's something that really irks me because when you watch it up close and you see just what they go through, um, you know, I mean, I'm sitting in the doctor's surgery last week. This is his third pre season. Yeah. Tears streaming down his face. He's, you know, diet, training. It, it, it all starts again. And it's a lonely journey, that rehab.
1: We're going to break. We're going to break. Uh, it's a run home with Joel and Fletch. We're having too much fun. Joel and Bish here on this Wednesday at Moor Park Golf Club. The Seals here. The captain's back. Uh, Our man. I call him Nathan. I've never called him Nathan in my life. Old Brooksy. But anyway, (laughs) it is the Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Massive show coming up. We're just getting started the trading hour. Thanks to MS Safety, your Australian-owned workwear and PPE provider. It's the Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Thanks to Hyundai. The Hyundai 2023 SUV sale event is on right now. Thank you very much. one one 1170 is the way to have your say Stack of text messages coming. Yes, Bish. Great to have you on the Arvo show. Balance out the ACT hate pedal by the missile. Ooh. Oh, yeah.
0: He doesn't like the ACT? i well. a fair bit. I haven't heard much.
1: Well, the, the he's working
0: day. with me on Saturdays in the capital, him and I hosting on really? Saturday at Tuggerong Maccas. So he better like the ACT. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, book your seat and some gherkins are be coming it flying straight see. at your head, <laughs> chap.
2: Flying <laughs> yeah. out Did the budget about? with security. <laughs> Actually, I was mis- talking,
1: talking about yesterday, uh, one of our topics, I don't know how we got to it, Michelle, and, and to the boys I don't here. know
0: how you guys get to a lot of things. No, I know. Anyway. I know.
1: <laughs> but one of the things was, is there something in life that you were really against or opposed to and now you quite like it. Gherkins is one for me. Oh, I love. i will now take a kids gherkin off to put it onto my thing. Oh, whereas, yeah,
0: I'm, I do. So that's I've one been for doing me. That since day dot.
1: Pat McAfee, who in American broadcast, I just couldn't get around him, and now I love him. Right. Have you got anything like that where you?
0: Well, this is really odd. Now you like mention it because this only happened a couple of weeks ago. I couldn't stand people putting pepper and salt on avocado on your toast. I was like, that's just gross. Now I can't go without it. Is that right? I went off my head. My husband made a beautiful breakfast and did it all how I like it. And he said to me, "There you go." And I was like, "How long have you known me for? You've put pepper and salt on my avocado." <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot. Like you know, um, and I thought, "Don't, don't worry." So do I'll you, have, just do you it. have
1: neither on there.
0: No, nothing. Just straight out of av- it. Yeah, well, yeah. my favourite is tomato, feta cheese, mint. If you don't have the mint, you just go with the really? straight avocado. Yeah. But try this one. Um, and, and, and Bish created this one morning for me. He saw it in a shop somewhere and tried to be all romantic. He tries hard. How's he going? How's he going? Big just in the romantic stuff. Is he going right? Does he go all right? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, he does the whole you know, get home from you know work on a Friday night not yeah. just busting to get home and watch the footy. Yeah. Oh, but no, right. he's got he's got the spa bath going and the uh, the wine the red he loves he he a yeah, red wine, yeah. the red wine and the candle. And I hop in for four or five minutes and I'm out, so I'm in front of the telly ready for the footy to start. Like get it get a grip, champ. That's what's romantic to me. Wait till after the footy.
1: I'll tell you a quick story about us as young punks. We're over in England, Kobe and I and Kobe had similar she was trying to be romantic, which is fantastic. And She's ringing me up all the time. Myself and the boys were having a coffee after training. She said, "Where are you? Are you coming back? Are you coming back?" And she wasn't usually like that, and she was really pressing me to get back. And unbeknownst but to me, that's a dead
0: giveaway. You know something. Well,
1: I, I just didn't really think about it. And unbeknownst to me, she would lit and and where we're we'll staying in these apartments, they're quite low ceilings, and she had lit about four thousand bloody fairy lights. <laughs> oh, nice. Right, which is lovely. So you'd come in and there's all these Beautiful, fairy yeah. lights, you know, and and but <laughs> when I opened the door, the poor. She was just in this muck lather of a sweat with all these fairy lights going off, right? So sure enough, things are getting down to the you know that, that type of thing and the bloody <laughs> no, the bloody. Because bl- of, of so many fairy lights, some of the bedware had landed on the fairy lights. Oh no. And then half the apartment's on fire. So next thing you know, the the smoke alarms going off.
0: Oh. This is gold. And this is all
1: getting called. We've got the bloody fire, it's got fire truck coming out and all these
0: neighbours are coming trying to find your undies.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what was happening. Uh, in fact, we've got to get to the news. We're having too much fun here on the run home oh, with Joel are. and Bish. one 1170 or text oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Look, there's a stack of texts coming through. We've got to catch up on those. We've been a bit tardy. Uh, whilst we've been having so much fun out here at Park Golf Club. But we'll take a break. We'll go to the news. Shorty, I'm right on the other side of this, and we'll get stuck into these text messages as well on the run home with Joel and the Bish. The great Michelle Bishop was spot on as we go to the break. She said, uh, time's absolutely flying. Well, it's flying for us. we have a lot of fun. So hopefully for you as well. 1-300-01-1170. Righto, Michelle Bishop. Let's attack this text line. Have you found a few?
0: Oh, gosh. There's a couple coming in. Oh, well, there's quite a few. Uh, did Michelle just say long and soapy text while on the drink? That's from the Coffs Harbour Raider Reedy. <laughs> I love a good drink.
1: Oh, yeah. What's your f- poison? What's your man- number vine.
0: one? Red uh, wine. Steer away from Merlot because it sends me a bit nuts and emotional. Yep. Uh, but every <laughs> (laughs) The other red there is—that's me. I've got my name written all over it. Really? Yep. And yeah, just can't stand beer. It has to be a thousand degrees for me to drink beer, and I'll even put a bit of lemonade in to have a bit of a shandy. What about Pop taught me that? Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. What about Justo? What's his go? Uh, Oh, Colton. A uh, Carlton dry, not oh. Carlton. Carlton draft sends him the other way. Carlton dry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. He used to be a big bourbon man, but he's a bit of pussy now. He's totally <laughs> off that. And he's,
2: uh, yeah. Oh, what he about Lundy?
0: The old beer.
1: But Lundy goes this. He goes, oh god, no, a new victim for all Joel's crazy house <laughs> ideas. Bring Pointless it on. Pointless buys, wild card round, sixty minute games. Four times seven-and-a-half-minute quarters of three games a year on the moon. Good <laughs> 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 Lundy. Love you, Lundy. Uh, g'day, Michelle and Joel. Great having Michelle on the show. Uh, and always enjoy her sports reports. Simon from Balgowney. Thank you very much, Simon. Sugar. Thank you, Simon. Did Michelle just say uh, long and soapy text while on the drink coughs? Raider Reedy.
0: Mm, yep, well, I did. I love it. Can't help it. And as I say, steer clear of the Merlot because that's when I do get all soapy.
1: Oh, hang on. Uh, I think we've got a WBW here. Um, Sugar, Pia Mia, Race 1 sand down. Cheers. Chris from Walls End. Chris O goes quite well. Uh, Shane, <laughs> Halfpenny, BK... Kept it. Oh, that's one of the New Zealand texts. We'll, we'll let that one go. They're all talking about Lee Halfpenny. Who's Lee Halfpenny or Shane Halfpenny? Any Penny, let us know. <laughs> uh, penny Wong, maybe. We've got Wacky Team Wednesday coming up. In fact, to what we're going to do, Michelle, yep. uh, a little Bring bit on. later on. There's a Wacky Team Wednesday, which Brian normally holds court for.
2: Right.
1: And he finds something a little bit topical to talk about. What's been some recent topics, Brooksy? What was,
2: what was last we week? We had... Oh, you got me on the spot here. We had... A blank. I've drawn a blank. Yeah, the what listeners will have? let us know.
1: But he's, he's got a stack of topics that you come in. You can't have played royal, Royal names. Yep.
2: We've had... Uh, yeah,
1: sorry. No, that's okay. No, no, so, <laughs> so he'll come up with something topical. He said he's going to text me it through a little bit later on. And apparently yeah. it relates to you in some way.
0: Oh, okay. Here we go.
1: Okay, so this that's be where we're heading. coming from him. Yes, that's that will be interesting coming from him. <laughs> um, that must have been J- Jason Croker, if Gary Jack... <laughs> and uh, really hard to read these texts. Absolutely, the out of were playing.
0: Yeah, well, back then it would have been Jason. That
1: wouldn't have been. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It wasn't Jared Croker. Exactly right. Great mm. uh, debunking there. <laughs> um, oh my God, where has Michelle been? Um, so big fan of yours here as well, Michelle. One 1170 When a break sports bet update on the other side of this, but have you say on the run home mm-hmm. with Joel and Bish? All thanks to Hyundai Kona. Imagined to be bold. Welcome back to The Run Home with Joel and Fletcher. Tell you what, this is the first, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you can hear this bird in the backdrop. Q. Maybe, yeah. Lo- yep. Loosely can hear it, but it's a, from afar now. Literally, Michelle in the ad break, Michelle Bishop filling in for Bears Head today, she's saying, waxing lyrically in the break, tell you what, boys, I reckon Madge McGuire's going to do a great job and win the series for the Blues, and then this bloody crow comes in, rah, rah, rah. A, live, <laughs> a live, early crow. We've never ever had that there you for go. Sure.
0: There you go. It was it was authentic. Yeah, it was good. And you've got and some news.
1: You've got some news before we do the sportsbet update on the departing coach for the Blues. Yes, Brad uh,
0: former New South Wales coach Brad Fidler has a new job. Um, it'll be advising the NRL on ways to grow football participation and pathways. Uh, he'll still obviously have a little bit to do with match. He's, yep. um It's 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 a Really important role moving forward.
1: Ab- you know what? He I is... think it's
0: a little bit underestimated, to be honest. Have
1: you had much to do with him, Michelle? Freddie? Yeah.
0: Oh, stacks. Known him most of my life.
1: He's an 11 out of 10 bloke, isn't he? Would you Absolute agree with that? Absolute
0: legend. Genuine and hard on his sleeve. Um, and that's why I thought the whole way that was really wacky the way it all ended with um, with him with the job. They should have just come straight out and said, well, this is why, this is how. Um, it was ugly, but he didn't des- yeah. Yeah, he's a great bloke.
1: Yeah, I, I was backing him to the hilt, and I can understand the results didn't go away, but at the end of the day...
0: Made some um, some weird calls, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah,
1: but that's 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 him, right? And he's so, loyal. Yeah, that, that's him though, and I, I, I like, I respect it. I, I don't have to agree with, I didn't agree with the Pangae decision. I told him that. I said, yeah. I, I don't agree with that, and and that was his call, and Good luck. I, like, I actually like people who have a crack. Yeah. Despite, you know, everyone wanting to do something the same way. I, it didn't work out for him. That's fine. But I love the fact that he was like, no, I'm going to do it this way. And that's him. Like, he he's – if you think about his life and what he's achieved and done, not just on the sporting field, but even things he's done for charity and off the yeah. field – is just a wonderful Australian.
0: And I think the one thing you, you get with Freddie is you never know where you, your conversation's going to end up. Either you just stand there for a small chat going, hey, hey, going, what's doing? Um, and and he's so left of field yeah. you know, and, and passionate about yep. the cause of whatever he is that he's working on, um, heart and soul. And that's what Freddie's always been like for as long as I can remember. Um, interesting for me, though, my first thoughts are, where does, um, I mean, I don't want to go too far into this, yep. but Maguire next year, um, is he under pressure t- to make those big calls? What do we do with Tedesco? in terms of the fullback role, um, is he going to be given a little bit of leeway to, to, you know, to settle in and let things happen? Does he have to win the series? Like, where, where, what's your thoughts on, on where we go for the f- year, first year?
1: Oh, look, I just think no matter who you are, Brad Fitler, uh, Phil Gould, whoever it is, Madge McGuire, Ricky Stewart, State of Origin is a huge pressure mm-hmm. beast. I said yesterday, Michelle, that we would be comfortable for Wayne Bennett to coach... New Zealand. Whether you, whether you're a Queenslander or whether you're a New South Welshman, you'd be happy for him to go and coach New Zealand, mm. which is another bloody country. Yeah. But no way, the world, palms, like, yeah, yeah, no way in the world. Palms. Yeah. No way in the world would it be accepted for him to coach New South Wales. No.
0: Can't happen.
1: Yeah, it couldn't happen, no. right? No. So that wouldn't happen.
0: Sacrilege. No, it cannot happen. So, it cannot so to answer your
1: question in real long way, I, I just think the pressures of state of origin, Billy will be different because if Magic comes out and wins it, well, Billy's got a fair bit under his belt, which mm. as Freddie did after the first couple of series. Yeah. But there'll be pressure. And and to answer your question around James Sadesco, I reckon he's already planted the seed there. He's come out and said he'll be picking the players who are playing the best at the time. Yeah. Or, or something along those Read lines. Reading between the
0: lines. And you know the other thing I like about Madge? Which might
1: be James Sadesco.
0: Well, it could be. But, yeah, I'm sort of reading yeah. reading the other way. The other thing I love about Madge is the way – it was unfortunate the way it all ended for him at the Tigers. And I think that he was a victim there of this new generation of kids that – I mean, he's – look, is there another way to put it? Like, it's probably not classy to say. He's a hard-ass. Yep. He expects – you know, like he's, he's – you know um, – boot camp style, yep. Yep. Um, I think that will work with the elite athletes. I think it's, you know, it's a, it's a mission. It's in, it's out. You've got a short period of time with preparation. I just think he'll be brilliant at it. It's, it's He's got victory written all over at that level.
1: Yeah, well, this is the thing that I've said about the West Tiger for a long time, and he obviously got that at South when he won the comp. Craig Bellamy's done it for a million years mm. down in Melbourne, and the key, if you're that style of coach, the absolute key for that working is that your top five respected players – have also got to be that type of player. So Bellamy has has always had that five sort of alpha players mm-hmm. who have the same buying mentality as we work bloody hard. And yep. clearly Cleary's got the same out there at Penrith. Yeah. So therefore, you can crack a whip with those players. You go to a softer club, and I, I don't mind saying that, and if your leaders aren't that sort of having that same desire that those Penrith and Melbournes do, mm. then they start to respond in a different manner and it becomes cancerous to the team.
0: Yep. You're you're 100 right, and when you look at things like I, I can remember so much about Nico Hines this year. Um, talking to him about what he got out of Origin, and it wasn't so much the the you know the the playing side of stuff. It was the preparation. It was the elite way that you know that and with the Australian camp sucking, all, well sucking all the information yeah. uh, he could be from careful. the likes of Dally Cherry Evans. <laughs> um, you had to be really careful with that. But that, what I'm saying is being a sponge. That's probably the better way to put it. Um, and, and that's really exciting from. A a fans perspective because you know what he's going to take away take to club land and then go back into camp next time and, and look for that next level and that's what you're
1: after 100% uh, Freddie by the way we'll just close this and then move on to the sports bit update but Freddie on the Michael Maguire appointment and this this is typical of how he would handle things he said he's strong with what he did with the Kiwis he's got a good reputation I think he will do a good job I've never been coached by him but watching when he was at South Sydney he had good players I think uh, manages to get the best out of them. So that's Freddie, right? Mm-hmm. He, he just, he doesn't carry, we're at a golf course and one of the golfing puns is you don't carry your divots. He doesn't carry his divots, he just marches on and calls it easy. hes He's got no hard feelings to match Maguire. Mm-hmm. We better do this, uh, market update, thanks to Sportsbet. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. We have the Premier League tomorrow and uh, Brighton favourites for Brentford. What are the other big games here we've got here Tomorrow, Manchester United versus Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. What's your power rankings for sport, Michelle?
0: No, see, I'm just – I love my rugby league. Absolutely love my rugby league. Um, I know you like
1: your racing. I love racing.
0: Racing would be second. Um, Believe it or not, I actually don't mind the netball really yeah I like the netball I like the girls stuff um, I love the NRLW I wasn't a fan at first yep
1: so that's one of those things where maybe you didn't like it at the yeah. start but now it's got you yeah yep. and I
0: just love the way the girls can I think for me because I'm still a bit of a lady I love love the sport yep. love the boys like, like all, all that sort of stuff but I still like the fact that they can transition they can get out there and play their guts out and sweat up and do whatever but then they're still getting their false eyelashes on yeah, and doing yeah, their eyebrows yeah. and not so much worrying about the nails but they're all nice and um, you know manicured I guess that's what I'm trying to say um, I love um, I'm sort of into the NFL a little bit purely because of my sons. Um, one of them is a massive Raiders supporter. Uh, and I and, you know, don't mind the EPL, but I'm not sort of getting up to watch. Um, I despise UFC.
1: Yeah.
0: I, don't mind a bit of boxing, but I just cannot and will not bring myself around to enjoy the, the UFC. I
1: know a lot of our listeners Each love the sport. I, I can't get around it either. Pitching the kids, oh, it's so brutal. It, just, mm. it doesn't feel humane, does it? No. Oh, anyway. uh,
0: rugby union! <gasps> uh, used to like it. Used to like it. You know, way back in the well, the nineties. But yeah, lost me.
1: Okay. Um, uh, there is a. I think we saw the other day. There's a, a big. Um, 1994 was a big year for the Wallabies. They're doing a next year. They're doing a big um, Grand Slam tour. Grand Slam tour to celebrate that. The BBL starts tomorrow for Sportsbet. The Brisbane Heat, a uh, dollar favourites to commence in the opener. Take on the Melbourne Stars. And the Scorchers are $3.75. Gee, that's short for a, an abbreviated type game. We've got to find ourselves a team. Clearly, the six would be the obvious one, but I'll have a chat to here when he's back. Who's at Queenstown today? I'd say is at the Blue Canoe enjoying <laughs> life. I'll take a $1.90 on Love that. His luck. Yep, absolutely. Uh, that's all on Sportsbet. Plenty of markets, and I reckon it's time to back the Philly Eagles. They just got spanked. <laughs> now is the time to buy your shares in them, ladies and gentlemen. They're about five fifty, I think, Sean the Trader said yesterday. Make it look easy with Sportsbet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au Welcome back. Run Home with Joel and Fletch and don't forget on SEN you can also catch All Talk with Hello Sport which returns with new episodes in December. Guests include Swerve and Merv Hughes, Brett Lee now I've got a snippet of Brett Lee's conversation with the boys. Now he's Tells a good story about Sachin Tendulkar and the way he has to live his life over there. Tim Payne also joins the team. All talk with Hello Sport. Fridays from 6pm right here on SEN 1170 AM. Tell you what, uh, you are a mother, mm-hmm. uh, Michelle of three. You've almost cracked the first trimester here on the show. <laughs> I,
0: love it. <laughs> We're I almost... love it. It's brought me a trip down memory lane too. Yeah. Brett Lee was actually the very first one-on-one sporting interview that I ever did. Really? Yeah, in the middle of a school day down uh, for him, well at a school, high school it was, down in Wollongong somewhere. Yeah. I remember being flown down there in the days you used to jump in the Channel 7 wow. chopper. Uh, got down there and did the interview and was all excited and all like like a fan, as yeah, you are, yeah, yeah. as you were. And uh, no, as I still am. I still get excited about getting to uh, to chat to some of the, you know, fantastic athletes that we, uh, you know, get to. It's a, it's a privilege to be doing this job.
1: Who's your biggest interview? Do you remember?
0: The Shack. Oh, the, Absolutely. Oh, the yes. Shack. Absolutely, the Shack. Gosh. Well, look, you know, can I lead? just like, you know, yeah. be th- I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, we're all given five minutes. Sharp. Where are we? Set the we're, scene. we're in Sydney yep. Harbour. Yep. Nice, beautiful, sunny afternoon.
2: Right.
0: Yep. Ten journalists How lining up. This was last year, oh. just last year. Oh, the evening with. I'm going to show you some pictures yeah, in a yeah, minute. Yeah, You're yeah, going to yeah. like, yeah, really be blown away because that guy is huge. Yeah. I'm talking oh, mu- mammoth. <laughs> 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 no. Well, what happened yeah. was, so so we'll go back to the the. We're all given five minutes. Yeah. I sit down. We, he says, Michelle, how you going? <laughs> like, Michelle, how you doing? That sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he says, um, "When, when the t- you got a little bell at, yeah. uh, you know, 4 minutes 50. And he goes, I'm going to give her another two minutes. Aww. So i got the extra time and I'm loving it. Set restart. Even enough time for him to let me call my son who's in school in Canberra. Wow. FaceTiming, saying, guess what? I've got the shack. So he's in class. Yeah. Mum's in Sydney watching he's, – he's doing this thing with with Shaq. And so he turned and spoke to my son on wow. FaceTime, got it all on all recorded. Uh, but, of course, I asked to try on his ring, didn't I? I said, oh. can I try on one of those know, like the, like championship ring? Like, but rings? isn't it like
1: the, the baggy green you, you're not allowed to? Are well, you? he
0: gave it to me and really? I slipped it right on,
2: but it wasn't going anywhere. It was like a
0: bangle on my finger. <laughs> It was, But the worst part about it was I was all giddy like a little girl and yeah. got all like, oh, oh, my God, I'm just interviewed the shack and got up and walked away and forgot to give it back. Oh, and his oh, mind is going, old move. hey, excuse me, Michelle, you forgot to return his ring. I was like, oh. oh. Yeah, it was really embarrassing. Wow. But he said, you meant to do that, didn't you? Oh, just so you could yeah. come back. I said, well, oh. I might have. because she you switched down. I'll tell
1: you what, he wouldn't handle Amy and the bish. No, not Justin wouldn't. Bishop, he dust him. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Robbie Slater's going to join us a little bit later on. And on uh, News. News update. Michelle, uh, you've got some big news coming out of the Bulldogs sure camp. Do. That'll be said on the other side of the news here. But it's been the trading hour, which is now done and dusted thanks to MS Safety, your Australian-owned workwear and PPE provider. I hope you're having fun like we are live from Wall Park Golf Club. How do you hit them, Michelle? Terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tough um,
0: One thing about me, I'm honest. I'll tell you
1: who I know, Who both these boys could play. Brooksy and the Seal. I've got no doubt about that. one 300 to have your say or text 0457-736-736.